Welcome back to the Perch Recap Podcast. Back at it again. Hopefully you're ready to have some fun, ready to listen to some NFL talk. We're going to preview week 10, me and Al, once again on the call, talking about week 10 in the NFL. Hopefully you joined us for our week 9 review segment, review show. That's already been posted, and uh, hopefully you're going to enjoy this one, so let's get started. And we are back with the preview segment, the preview show for week 10 in the NFL. With me, as always, is Al Hill. Al, we had a heck of a good debate last time. I got to admit, I may have said some outlandish shit in terms of (laughs) Dallas because I just get passionate about it. I still will say that I am still expecting to win that game, the second game, but if they start looking like garbage the next three or four weeks before that game, I'm going to change my tune real quick. Even if they don't lose, if they don't win the right way or win the way that I expect them to, or they just look bad doing it, then I might change my tune. And I think we, we touched on that a little bit saying that it's three, four weeks away. We don't know what could happen between now and then. Absolutely. And either way, I love the passion. I love uh, a good debate. And that we can do it without knocking heads. It's a very cool thing, and I will partake in that yeah. anytime. Yes, yes, exactly. We uh we we talked about that a little off air. We're not we're not meatheads who are just gonna start, you know, being jerks to each other over it. <laughs> right, exactly. End up in the uh, district court that uh, used to be in the bowels of Veterans Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I love well, it, man. As always, you're going to take us through our tour of week 10. So uh, take it away. All right, man. Well, we're starting right off with a uh, – I don't know when, if ever, the NFL is going to start trying to – I guess they can't flex Thursday night games because it is what it is. But, boy, do they end up with some bad games because they can't do anything about it. And here's one of them. Panthers at Bears. Ooh, this is a <laughs> brutal game. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell the listeners right now, I'm going to talk about this game next week in terms of who won and lost, but I am not going to watch a second of this game. Yeah, I, that's hilarious, and I am with you. I hate – let me tell you, let me use this as a chance to finally rant about how much I hate these Thursday night games being on Amazon Prime because you can't freaking DVR them. You have to watch them live and uh, or wait for the NFL Network replay at 12.30 a.m. And uh, I have not – I don't I, – I use the DVR to make games two hours instead of three hours. And I am not sitting through three hours of this. So I'm with you. Yeah. Well, uh, this comes down to the home team for me. Um, I think if there's a team Chicago actually is better than, it's probably this team. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going on that 23-17 Bears. Right on, right on. And I'm with you, and I'll add one more factor that made this one easier to pick for me um, other than just the home team factor, which I would have done anyway, which is uh, Brian Burns was a DNP today, and he's the best player on the Panthers. So uh, if he's not going to be harassing the Bears quarterback, then I feel a lot better about them uh, uh, and being my pick. So I'm going to roll with them 19-13 to Bears. Yeah, that's just a gross game. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Cool. All right. In a slightly less gross game, but still not inspiring, the uh, Colts at the Patriots. Yeah, no fun here either. Um, (laughs) New England's 
New England's terrible. Yeah. Um, the Colts are not quite as terrible, but still pretty bad. <laughs> Agreed. And even though they're on the road, I still got to go with the Colts. Uh, you know, give me some Gardner Minshew and uh, yeah, he's still better than Mac Jones because Mac Jones isn't really better than any, almost anybody. Yeah, no, I'm with you because I, uh, I think the last time I picked the Pats will be the last time I picked the Pats. <laughs> because they, I picked them in a game they could have won at home, and they did not. And uh, um, I, am, uh, I think I am off that train unless uh, some really bad matchup presents itself later on. But, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Colts too, man, 23-12. to 12. Um, just because the Colts have shown something here and there and the Pats have shown nothing. Okay. Now we're not going to pick it now for, as a, you know, a rock solid. We'll do it during that week. But mm-hmm. what are you thinking for, for Patriots jets? Oh, interesting. I will definitely pick the jets in that one. <laughs> I just figured I'd, I'd throw that out there because you say that's the last time you'll pick the Pats. I, that would be a game that I would have to go mull over because just because of the history there and the fact that Belichick hates them so much. Yes. Yes. And there, there is something to that, but uh, this is just a different kind of Patriots team, a different kind of, uh, just a different kind of bad. They're a different kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. A different kind of bad. That's, that's, (laughs) that, 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 that is how the, Teams have themes for their season sometimes, and that's uh, the Patriots for this year. A different kind of bad. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's enough on that one, I think. you have anything else on that one? I'm good. All right. And let me throw this out there before I forget, because I, for- I usually like to do it up top and I forgot. The team's on buys this week, and there's four, or, uh, four on by three really good teams. The Eagles, Dolphins, Chiefs, and then the Rams. That's uh, – Three-fourths of that is uh, going to be a lot of uh, your playoff team. So that, that, that's a, that's a yep. significant bye week. I would, I would say for sure. Yep. All right. Now, that, this is a, uh, one of the better games of the week here, uh, more interesting games. The Browns at the Ravens. It's more interesting, but we talked about it in the, the review of last week's games. Uh, Baltimore is on a trajectory right now where I really can't see them really can't see myself picking against them yeah. until they show me something, you know, show me that they're, they, they've turned the corner on the downside. Uh, Cause right now everything is looking up for them. They are surging and they're at home. If they were on the road, I might have a little bit more trepidation, but they're at home. I, I, they're a better team. I I'm going to pick the Ravens pretty confidently with a 21, 21 to 16, but I'm thinking it's going to be a late touchdown to make it 16. It's going to be more like 21 and nine, and then uh, Cleveland gets a touchdown at the very end. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, now this is what I want to see is this Browns defense against this Ravens offense. Well, that's why I only gave the Ravens 21 points. I didn't have them blowing them out. Yeah, I want to see that because here's the big difference. You now have a healthy Deshaun Watson, which it makes the Browns an entirely different team than they've been almost all season. So um, I don't know how real because we use the uh, you used it and I agree with it the uh, the Browns uh, Dolphins analogy making the Browns the bully the the defensive bully team that's preying on the weak and being just okay against the uh, the better teams and I want to see if they can be good against a uh, a very good team so I'm still picking the Ravens I'm picking them twenty seven to twenty but uh, this game's a little more interesting to me than I thought it was going to be a couple weeks ago. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah you, you lost your first second. You said 27 to 20, right? Yep. 27 20. Uh, and uh, just saying that uh, this is because of Deshaun Watson, it's a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be a couple weeks ago. So uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, this 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 uh, that's an interesting one. So all right, now <laughs> Packers at Steelers. What I don't know what to make of this game. <laughs> they both won games last week that I didn't think they would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, the the uh, I mean, listen, I'm going Steelers, and I'm going Steelers big. 24-9. I mean, that's as big as a number as the Steelers offense is capable of putting up, probably. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even with the, you know, the Tomlin factor, everything, they're, sorry, that was my Bluetooth turning itself off. Um, so, uh, but I just, the Packers are real bad, you know, and, you know, they managed to, to beat a um, Staffordless Rams team last week, but I still don't think they're very good. If Jordan Love can can do two games over 53% completion percentage, I'd really like to see that. And the Steelers are no no easy task to do that against. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going Steelers pretty confidently in this one. Okay, I am too because I, I was thinking about it more and more. Green Bay did not sway my, my uh, opinion of them very much last week with la- last week's win. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't have much confidence in love right now anyway yeah and pittsburgh they've they're they're actually a winning team their record is pretty good right they're five and three yeah they're five and three yep so we're pred- predicting them to we're picking them to go six and three yeah how about that <laughs> how about that i mean you would have never that equals the amount of wins that i picked them for in the preseason <laughs> <laughs> but i still don't think they're that good I don't either. I don't either. I mean, they are the, to me, they're clearly the worst team that if you stop the season today would be in the playoffs, but yes, yet there they are. So, Hey, you know, and they're at home against the bad team. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh 20 to 14. Right on, right on. And I'm taking, did you get my 24 to nine? Yes. Yes. All right, cool. Now, that brings us to what, uh, on paper to me, game of the week, 49ers at Jaguars. What do you think of this one, man? I can't get off the San Francisco bandwagon. It's hard to look at that team and know what they lost, you know, lost in a row, all the, game, the games they lost in a row. But they're coming off their bye. I think they're getting a little, you know, hopefully they got a little healthier. And you know they need they need this game. They yeah. absolutely need this game. And it, but it is in Jacksonville. Um, I I until I don't know what point it'll be. At one point, you know, at some point or another, I'm going to start picking against them or looking at them differently. But I still don't. So I still have them in my mind as a better team than Jacksonville overall. So I'm going to go with the Niners, but in a very very close game. 28-27 Niners. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Well, interesting, because I thought we would uh, might land differently on this one, but <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm with you. This is, uh, this is the Niners' last stand for being a top-tier playoff seed. 
Um, because if they don't get this game, they drop to five and four, which I just never could have fathomed in any possible scenario um, coming into this season. So they got to get healthy, and I'm hoping the buy helped that. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean, but I'll tell you what, man. You know, there are good teams out there that are missing more than two players, and uh, it is not taking them down like this. I mean, shoot, I don't know, man. You know, it, it, it's but listen. Their backs are against the wall. They still are a very good team, and I think that they, they they get the win here. So I'm going not quite as close as you, 27-22 49ers. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick against them right now still. Um, if they lose this one, I might have a different – I might be singing a diff- different song next week, but we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I can't wait to watch that game. That's just uh, uh, a real good one, and I, it's tell, it's going to tell us a lot. So, all right, moving on. Now, here we go. <laughs> um, this is an odd one to pick. Uh, the Saints at the Vikings. <laughs> we've both been out on the Saints, but you know, said that we're done with them. But we've also said the same thing about Minnesota. Then right. Cousins goes down, but then Dobbs comes in and plays well. Uh, these are the these are the classic examples of the teams we can't figure out week to week what we're going to get, and they can either one of these teams can beat the other one. This is like a flip of a coin. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what? I'm literally going to flip a coin. Oh, I love it! <laughs> listen for listen for the cling. When it hits the floor. Go for it, man. I love it. Heads. Oh, I, by the way, Heads is home. Ah. Away. Um, so, Minnesota. Minnesota's going to win on <laughs> my coin flip. <laughs> I love it. What, what's your score? Uh, 21-17. Love it. I love that we had our first, we had our first big debate an episode ago, and now we're having our, we had our first official coin flip. (laughs) Now, I had, I had a team, I had the team written down already, um, but I was prepared to, uh, cross it off and switch if the coin flip had picked, uh, New Orleans, because I picked Minnesota originally, just because they were at home. Right on. But the, if the coin flip went to New Orleans, I would have switched, but it didn't. So Minnesota, and I already had the score twenty one seventeen. All right, all right. So yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going the same way. I'm going Vikings um, for what? Some kind of odd little magic has settled into this team. Somehow they're five and four after starting one and three, and one of those wins came from a guy who joined the team for three days before the game. So. <laughs> I mean, there's something magic going on in Viking land, um, and I'm going to say that rolls against, uh, keeps rolling against this mediocre Saints team, 24-13 Vikings. All right. Okay, yeah. We have not had a difference yet, by the way. Oh, that's right. Fair point. Yeah, no. Well, shoot, let's see if we get one here. I doubt it. <laughs> this Next one, I would really like to watch this game. I don't know if I'll be able to in my area, but uh, I really want to see this one. Uh, Texans at Bengals. Yeah, see, all right. 
This is this is very interesting. I think this will be a fun shootout kind of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cincinnati's got kind of in the same vein as Baltimore with me right now. They're just surging. And as much as I like Houston, as much as I like what they did last week, as much as I like Stroud, uh, I can't see Cincinnati losing this game at home. I just can't. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give Houston a, a fair shake, though. I'm going to give make this 28-24. Ah, okay. Very interesting. Cool. I'm uh, I'm with you on a lot of that. Um, I, I <laughs> The Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. The, the Texans just played one of the most amazing games of the entire season. Um, and Stroud uh, set records. But yep. I still can't pick them on the road against the Bengals, who are so hot right now. So... Uh, in a very, very close to your score, I'm picking the Bengals 30 to 24. Yeah, um, and and I, I want to stress it's not any disrespect to Houston in terms of what they're trying to do there or, or, yeah. or what Stroud did. Uh, it's just that Cincinnati, I think right now, can't be stopped unless it's by some really, really uh, juggernaut of a team that, you know, Houston just isn't that right now. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. The the no disrespect to the Texans. I like what they're doing a lot. I think they're up and coming and uh, very good young team. But uh, the Bengals are one of the best in the league, and they're at home, so that that made the decision relatively easy for me. All right. Okay. Now, here's a tougher one to pick: Titans at Buccaneers. Screw this game. <laughs> Yes. I mean, do you have any other sentiments other than screw this game? Do you have any interest in watching this game at all? There's only there's one thing that's interesting about this game, and that is that the uh, the Titans have announced that Levis is the guy, even when Tannehill comes back. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've watched him. He's been interesting. He's been fun to a degree. But it's not a game that I have any interest in watching. No. No, I'm right there with you. No, that there would have to be um, five to seven other games that just disappeared off the schedule before that one would even enter my <laughs> field of <Yeah>. vision. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Um, we might be different on this one. This is kind of also kind of a coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. But Tampa Bay, as we've stated many times in the last few weeks, they are becoming what we thought they were going to be, Yep, which was really, really bad. So, with that in mind, I am going to pick the road team. I'm going to go Tennessee 19 to 12. <laughs> and an ugly 19 to 12 is an ugly score. And the reason why is because it's an ugly game. <laughs> and that's why I picked 19 to 12. I don't even know how they're going to get to 19 to 12. <laughs> that might be another one of those score gummies that have never happened before. But regardless, I love that. I wanted an ugly score, and that's the ugliest score I could think of. I love it. I love it. I love it. I am uh, funny because we're not going to be different. I'm I'm going with the road team too. I just think they're a little better than the uh, the the terrible Bucks. Um, and I like what I've seen with them with Levis. I think he's better, way better than what they were getting from Tannehill already. Um, and yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say. I just think uh, Titans uh, are a little better team, and uh, they're going to win twenty three to sixteen. <laughs> all right 
Okay, enough about that mess. By now. the way, I'm just I just skimmed ahead real quick. Yeah. We might not differ on any games. I was wondering that too coming into the week because there's this was yeah, there's a lot of stuff that looks very chalky on paper, yeah. you know. So I can't I'm curious to see if, if we are different on any of them. Uh yeah. the moment we might have to rely on our uh our uh, upset pick that uh is separate from our actual picks to find something different this week. But yeah. <laughs> So now we get to the the Lions at the Chargers. Okay. Um, the Chargers, despite what they did to the Jets, it was the Jets. They're not very good. Yeah. I don't – I mean, they're horribly coached. Herbert, I'm starting to think, is just – he's got all the talent in the world, but he's overrated. Uh, people have been giving him the benefit of the doubt for too long now. And um, – I just don't believe in the Chargers. That's all there is to it. Even though they're at home, I'm going Detroit. And I'm going yeah. Detroit 30, 30 to 21. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the, the Lions have proven that they're a solid team. Um, I, again, I, I'm waiting to find out just how good they are. But uh, um, but they are definitely a good team. Um they don't take a lot of chances. They play a little bit of like uh, twenty-five year ago type football, but it's 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 uh, very done very well. So um, yeah, I'm picking them twenty-eight to twenty-one, and uh, we'll see if uh, Staley can somehow come up with a way to make that point differential bigger. <laughs> if anybody can, he can. He sure can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, another ugly fest. Uh, Falcons at Cardinals. And this yeah. is, by the way, everything that I am seeing, this is going to be the return of Kyler Murray. That's great. And I'm still picking Atlanta. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what Kyler Murray is anymore. I don't know I don't what either. he's going to do. Yeah. Not that I know what Atlanta is, because they've got players that they should be using that they're not. But you know, they're a better team from what I from everything I can see so far. So I'm gonna go Atlanta and uh I'm gonna go Atlanta with a by a decent mark, twenty four to fourteen, ten point ten point win for Atlanta. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what we're gonna I don't know what to expect from Kyler Murray on his first game back. Um I, I, the team stinks, so I don't know how much Kyler Murray's gonna help, you know. I mean he's he's a, he's better than uh um. Oh, I forget the guy's name that played this past week. He had a Tune, Tune. Yeah, yeah. He's better than Tune, but uh, but how much that helps the, a really really bad Cardinals team? You know, we'll we'll find out. But uh, I'm gonna take the the Falcons twenty to seven, and uh, let's see if he can figure out how to uh, Arthur Smith can figure out a way to get his best players the ball. I'm I am highly suspect of that at this point. Yep. All right. Enough on that one. Now <laughs> your 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 boys uh, have a. Uh, uh, I don't think we're going to be different on this pick. Uh, Giants at Cowboys. Well, I mean, listen, it's a division game, and if the Giants just run run it down their throat, that's the only way they can keep it close. I would assume, um, you know. But I always try to be a little bit on the pessimistic side when I'm picking the, the Cowboys because it always seems whenever I get any confidence 
even though I said last in the last podcast I was confident they were going to beat Philly and Dallas, uh, we don't know, you know, situation pending um, on both sides. But whenever I seem to have any confidence in them, they really let me down. This would be a letdown that would make me lose my mind. <laughs> so I, you, I just, you know, anybody picking these games, regardless of your fandom, regardless of what you think, even if, regardless if they if they lose the game or not, if Dallas loses, you can't go into it thinking they're going to lose that game. I got them winning twenty eight to ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just can't see any way this turns out other than the old divisional, you know, thing that we, you know, like the same way the Eagles have had two tough games against the commanders this year. Um, Real quick. um, If they don't play DeVito and they play Matt Barkley, does that give them some sort of a spark? Listen, Matt Barkley can't be any worse than DeVito. So, and they might throw the ball more than seven times a game, but, uh, um, but Matt Barkley is a is ten years in the league, and nobody has wanted to play him for since the Raiders tried to start him like eight nine years ago. Yeah, um, and uh, so it doesn't scream uh, savior. Although I would rather have him than Devito if I just wanted to have the better player on the field right now. Yeah, but Devito's but, got such a better name. He does. He does. It, you know, it makes me think of Taxi and uh, uh, yeah, twins and things like that. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he's related to him. That would be funny as heck. If he's related to him, like as like he's like a great uncle to him or something, that would be fantastic. That would be a riot. But you know what? He would probably be five foot two if he was. And also, we um, by now we probably would have known about it. They would have made. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I will. I will try and uh, confirm that or deny that. But between now and next week, <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, we're on the same page. Did I give my score? I'm I'm very close to you, actually. Again, twenty six to nine, Cowboys. Oh, and by the way, to follow up on our conversation from last week, um, guess who ended up having knee surgery? Graham oh. Gano. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which gives a whole nother spin to that little debate we had last week about what they should have done in that uh, in that uh, up three with uh, 20, whatever, however many seconds left it was. So yeah. he was hurting. Definitely he was hurting. So anyway, but I don't think uh, a secondary kicker is going to make the Giants any worse than what they already are. So. Right, and, and and Danny Jones, we assume is I mean, he definitely is out for the year. But are we also assuming he is uh, done as a Giant starter? I mean, I can't imagine the. I mean, like tearing his ACL in Week Nine. I mean, the way things are anymore, I guess he'll probably be back for the start of the season. But um, but I just can't imagine the Giants aren't going to come out of this next draft with one of these, you know, five quarterbacks that are going to go in the top ten or fifteen. So. Um, I have a hard time believing it. Um, I would bet against it, and I, I, I would have, I would also bet that he never uh, enters another training camp as the starting quarterback ever again. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready to move on. If you are, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Commanders at Seahawks. Real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. I write down the scores as we're giving them, like, in our predictions. Yeah. What did you pick for Atlanta, Arizona? 20 I to score I might not have said it. Uh, 20 to 7 Falcons. 
Okay, yeah, I don't think you said it because I don't remember you saying 20 to 7. I don't either, now that I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Commanders, Seahawks, uh, this is a pretty easy pick for me. This is the Seahawks 30 to 13. Washington is not good. Seattle's not great, but they are good. Yeah. Um, and they are coming off a tough loss. They can be a little bit up and down. I guess if they're really da- having a really bad game and Washington has a really good game, it could be close and Washington maybe could tweak it out, but I doubt it. And uh, Seattle is just clearly the better team. So 30 to 13, I think a comfortable win in Seattle. They're at home. Easy pick for me. All right. All right. Yeah. I think uh, Seahawks need to get back on track after taking a whooping last week. They're going to be mad and they're, they are a solidly decent team. You know, I'm not sure how much better than that they're going to be, but they are a solidly decent team, which is way better than you can say about the commanders. Um, Although they have shown an annoying capacity for staying in games with uh, teams better than them at times. You know what it is? I think they kind of play up and down to the competition. I agree, man. There's something to that because they just, you know, they just put up 31 points against the Eagles two weeks ago, and then they managed to barely squeak out a game against a terrible Patriot team. So they, there's something to that. Um, and, and that I'm going to use that in my score and say that the uh, they managed to hang tough, and uh, but the the uh, Seahawks end up winning 24 to 19. Okay. Okay. That's fair. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Now Sunday night. When, and again, when do we get to the flex? When do we get to the flex? Because uh, I don't know. <laughs> this Sunday nighter is putrid. The jets at the Raiders. Oh God. <laughs> we got to get to the flex by the way. <sighs> Aaron Rodgers getting hurt has screwed everything up because they put the Jets on prime time so much. The maximum for every the maximum amount of times you could be on Sunday, the Jets are on. The maximum amount of times you could be on Monday, the Jets are on. Maximum amount of times you think could be on Thursday, the Jets are on. They're all over the place. They just played a Monday night game. Now they're playing the Sunday night game. Yeah, man, it, it is just. Uh, uh man zach wilson in prime time should not be anything anybody ever has to see yeah um (laughs) (laughs) now they just came off one of the worst offensive performances i've seen at home against the chargers and vegas just whooped the giants but (laughs) i'm picking the jets And I don't really know why. <laughs> I don't really have a reason. I'm gonna go. I picked the Jets. Ugly. Don't don't forget ugly. Thirteen to twelve. Ooh, that you managed to come up with one even uglier than that. Nineteen to twelve <laughs> earlier. <laughs> well, thirteen to twelve is is ugly because that's the only way the Jets can win because they can't score points. Ah, that's the truth, man. That is the but truth. I do think the Vegas Vegas is going to struggle against their defense. So yeah. I expect a low, low scoring game. Maybe they could squeak one more one out here. Um, they still have, you know, hopes of sneaking in the playoffs somehow. I don't see it happening really, but they, they, they are still thinking in that mindset. They are still only 500. They're not really, you know, they're not out of it or anything. 
So we'll have to see how that goes. But I'm going to say uh, Jets 13 to 12. Okay. All right. Well, this is one where I thought we might have come out different, but uh, again, <laughs> we are on the same page. I uh, listen. I like. I really loved what I saw from the Raiders this week, as far as just their play calling and and and, and uh, um, just having some kind of reasonable game plan. I mean, you know, you had a uh, Josh Jacobs last year finally looked like a first round draft pick play under Josh Jacobs. I mean, under uh, Josh McDaniels. You know, like like. It worked. They figured out how to use him last year, and then they changed the entire way they used him this year. And uh, one game without him, and he looked like uh, you know an all pro again. So, um, but but you mentioned it last podcast. There is some history of new coaches coming in and breathing life into crappy teams, and then they go right back to being crappy. Um, the Raiders starting the rookie from Penn State, whose name I just refuse to remember, Aiden O'Connell, right? Yep. Um, that Jets defense is going to give him all he can handle, and that's the that's the reason I'm picking the Jets 17 to 13. Okay, yeah, another low. We both assume that if the Jets are going to win, it's got to be low scoring. Yeah, if there's a, if there's anything to take from this, bet the under. <laughs> <laughs> the under's really low though; it's like 35 or something. I mean, that's about as low an under as you'll ever see. And even maybe I maybe the 37 or 38. In that, it, it's definitely under 40. And we barely got to that total in our two point totals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it, it's going to be ugly, and uh, it's going to be on prime time. And I'm not going to watch much of it. I'm going to watch a little bit of it, and then I got to go to bed. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you, man. Yeah. Oh uh, shoot. All right. Enough on that one. Now, Broncos at Bills for the Monday Nighter. What do you think of this one? What'd you say for the score? 17-13? Yeah, I'm sorry. 17-13. Yep. Uh, that's my fault. I didn't write down. Okay. Um. Well, this has got to be the get-right game for Buffalo, I would assume. Um, I got them blowing them out 31-14. to 14, But I, I, my confidence is shaking with Buffalo. It really is. It's shaking, and but they they've got to they've got to win this game, right? Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're anywhere near the team that I thought they were coming into the year, and I don't think they're as good as I thought they were, but I still think they're decent. Uh, they have to win this game. Now, the mitigating factor is the last time we saw the Broncos, they looked pretty good, and uh, and again, we're early in a good coach's era. You know, I've never been a big Sean Payton fan personally, but. Uh, uh, he, uh, he's a good coach, no matter what I think of him, uh, as an odd dude and an arrogant son of a gun, but, <laughs> um, but maybe, maybe this is the Sean Payton era kicking in and he's turning them into a half decent team. So let's see, but I'm still picking the bills 31 20. Cause I don't think that's what's happening. I think the Broncos still stink. I totally agree. Totally. Yeah. I just, Totally I'm just true. curious. It's funny, but we both picked 31 for Buffalo. Yeah, isn't that interesting? And I, what I would love to do is is see if any um, Bills running back gets more carries than Josh Allen. Yeah, because consistently it hasn't been that way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's astonishing. They, it's I have not seen a team this uh, 
devoid of a run game since the uh, uh, couple years of the Andy Reid era in Philly when he used to catch all kinds of crap for uh, for not running the ball. Uh, although, turns out he was ahead of his time. But um, but there were a couple years where they had some really good running backs where you were like, dude, can you just give them the ball 20 times a game? Yeah. And uh, we're seeing that with the Bills, man. They just refuse to acknowledge that the run game is part of the NFL. So it's just uh, it's to their detriment. And uh, I just, I'm curious to see how long it continues. Well, here's um... – Here's my upset pick. It's this okay. game. Oh, I like it. Okay. My upset pick is Denver over Buffalo. All right. All right. I thought and by about the way, that. we went all week and we did not have one game different. Isn't that wild, man? That is wild. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, let me give you my uh, upset pick now. Um, and this one will surprise you a little bit, I think. I'm going Chargers over the Lions. Uh, that is a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Definitely fits the upset parameter. I totally, totally agree. And I, I, I like what we're doing here with the upsets. We're not picking games that are like, you know, really pick them games like New Orleans and Minnesota, Green Bay. In Pittsburgh, I mean, those are you can pick an upset in that one, but you know what? What is the line? One point, maybe two points. Right. I mean, those are even games, and we're not picking the really good games where, like, you know, Cincinnati should beat Houston, but that's a really good game anyway. And and we're we're staying away from that too. Baltimore should beat Cleveland, but Cleveland that would be an upset. But I kind of want to stay away from those kind of games. This is the those are the perfect kind of games. Denver over Buffalo, Chargers over Detroit. Those are the kind of games that I like picking in this in this upset uh, pick that we do each week now. I'm with you, man. Both of those would be mild stunners, you know, and uh, that's the kind of thing we want to do there other than not do those pick like you said. So, yeah, I uh, and it's funny because I, I, I rip on Staley as much as anybody out there. <laughs> and, uh, but yet again, here I am picking them as the upset, and it's because they're, they've been very mediocre with him within a couple games of 500 every year, and, uh, um, and somehow they're going to have to win a few here and there if they're going to maintain that. So that's, yeah. that's my – that's my for mine for this week, but yeah, we didn't have a single different pick this week. So uh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, did we never went over the results in the other episode? Did we? No, I was just about to get to that. Um, awesome. Coming in now. Well, you know what? I'll go over the results from last week, real quick. Last week you went ten and four. <laughs> Solid. And I went eight and six. And we were head-to-head, two two games were different. You won both of them, which you've been doing now consistently for about a month. <laughs> and uh, away. <laughs> away. That puts some distance now between us. You got 80, you're 87 and 49, and I'm 82 and 54. Right on. Well, it's hardly, uh, hardly a runaway, but I will take the little distance I've created. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're not going to no, you know, I'm not going to gain any any ground this week. Yeah, no, I get. Yeah, there really will be no ground gained at all. We'll just find out how much you and I are both right about stuff because we are on uh, in complete lockstep this week. Yeah, I think a lot of it is we kind of think alike, so it's going to be hard to you know really get a week where we differ on more than one or two, especially a week like this where there's a lot of like at least on pa- paper pretty you know i mean like you know 
I don't think either of us was ever going to pick uh, the the Texans at the Bengals or the, you know, we're both, we like, and like you said, we think so much alike that the Saints and the Vikings becomes a Vikings pick for both of us because we've been down in the Saints and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, there's a, a tough one to get any uh, differing, differing opinions this week for sure. Absolutely. But um, there it is. We just finished the uh, prediction preview show as we do every week. It'll be out on Wednesday. Beautiful, man. We did it again. We did it again. We did it again, and we're going to do it every week. We got we got uh, eight more weeks, right? No, nine more weeks, including this coming week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still got a good chunk of season left. Right, and, and, we, we, are... and then uh, we might as well go right through the playoffs, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. Absolutely. Let's take this all the way through, man. I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, listeners, don't forget, I'm not going to be doing any more of these car podcasts with Al when we're, when we're trying to get these picks in and, and when we're trying to get the reviews of last week. We got interrupted, what, four times in the last podcast? I think so, yeah. So that's when we both decided no more of that. We'll just wait until the drive's over and get it done after that from here on out. Yeah, we just really got hammered. I mean, I've, I've done the drive before, and I think we only there was times where we only had like two drops. Yeah, we yeah, four. absolutely. So yeah, something was in the in the air today, but uh, it made our decision moving forward easy, and uh, we'll just uh, we'll spare the listeners some of those edits from now on. Yeah, so forgive the wonky edits, but there shouldn't be too many moving forward. Yeah, I love it. I love it. No, that was that was fun this week. We had our first big debate. We had a crazy another crazy week in the NFL. Some big games to make. So I love it, man. Yeah, absolutely. So Al, go ahead and uh, promote your podcast, man. Oh, thank you, sir. So uh, um, it is bring them out is the name of the podcast on Soul Joel TV on YouTube and just under Bring Them Out on all the listening apps. Um, and the Sunnybrook Ballroom in Pottstown, PA, for all your entertainment needs. In fact, there's one specific show I want to hype a little bit this week that's a real cool one if you like guitar-based music, and I know you do, Craig. Um, yeah, we have, a, we have a show, The Band of Llamas is the opening act. Um, this is John and Dave Lippy's band. Um, John worked at Manny's in New York City throughout the 90s and knows everybody under the sun and is one of the best guitar players out there. They are a they do some dead covers. They do some originals. They play uh, a lot of jammy stuff. Um, Really cool band. And they're opening up for the Trey Alexander band. Now, Trey Alexander is one of the best guitar players on the planet. He won uh, guitar guitar player magazines, guitar amateur of the year in 2005. And has done nothing but get better since. And he is a beast. Joe Satriani was on that panel, by the way, of people that uh, voted this oh. guy the best young guitar player on the planet. <laughs> so, okay, I know him. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Uh, so if you're anywhere near the Pottstown area in Pennsylvania and you like guitar music, come on out Friday night at 8 o'clock. Perfect. Wow. Uh, is, that gonna, is there any of that going to be on, on Soul Joe TV, any of those performances or no? Not yet. We are still working on getting getting ourselves tech capable in this because this ballroom was built in 1931. It literally has been performed on by Count Basie and Tommy Dorsey and Benny Goodman and Frank Sinatra. I mean, it is an unbelievable historical venue, but that means we can't just go mounting cameras all over the place because it's literally a piece of history. So we, right. we're trying to figure out how to work with the classical venue and not tear it apart trying to present the stuff we want to present. So we'll get right. there. All right, cool, cool, cool. 
All right. So don't forget about that podcast. Don't forget about uh, Perks Recap uh, music reaction channel over on YouTube. Uh, stuff, fun stuff going on over there. And another week down out. We'll be, we'll be back next week with a review of week 10 and then a preview of week 11 as always. And uh, it was a blast, my friend. Always, always. What a treat. I look forward to it every Tuesday, and uh, I'll be eagerly awaiting next week. Me too. All right. I'll be right back with a quick close. Okay, so there you have it. That is our week 10 preview show that we do every single week. Please join us next week, next Wednesday. It'll be the week 10 review show and then the week 11 preview. Looking forward to it. The season is rolling right along. We're into November now. Next thing you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving, and those games are always fun. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year, so looking forward to it. Make sure you check out Al on his podcast, and make sure you check out Perks Recap uh, over on YouTube for music reactions, having a lot of fun over there. That's going to do it for this one. Please join me uh, coming up in the next day or two. I'm going to have a World Series review as well with uh, Jordan G, so check that out. And until next time, I will see you later.